1: The opinion line on Corks ninety six FM. Now, last November, I spoke to John Paul Ricken. Uh, John Paul, at the time, was living in Australia, and his his family had received de- devastating news that his wife Susan had been diagnosed with cancer. That unfortunately, that cancer was terminal. And at the time, we spoke about having just decided on a whim, during a walk down by Black Rock Castle one evening, we will be head off to Australia for a bit. And they did, and they made their life there. Well, sadly, not long after that conversation, uh, Susan passed away. And John Paul, uh, you, you are, are you back in Cork permanently now? Good morning to you. Come
0: on, BJ. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm back. Um, I came back on the 28th of January. So I'm back about seven eight weeks now, so I'll yeah, back promptly you now, me and the children.
1: Right. How are you, mate? I'm,
0: I'm all right. Um, as I said, I'm good. Like I said, every day I know is, uh, is a new day, so it's hard. it's hard No kind of settling back in. As I said, I was gone for 10 years, so um, I'm getting there off day by day, kind of, you know? So it's just... Um, she, she, I passed, said it, she passed <laughs> away
1: very quickly after we had that, that interview. She, she didn't... Well,
0: yeah. Um three weeks later yeah. um yeah just um we were in the hospital when I did the interview the last time i think the following week then we um we w- we went home um yeah i just pra- practically became her home nurse then I had to quit my job, so it became her kind of home nurse um and- she, yeah within a week then she was um she just got worse and worse. And um, she was um, admitted into the hospice. The hospice is kind of like, it's um, kind of similar to Mary Monter, really. Yeah. So she was there three, three, uh, she was only there three days and then she passed away on the the 19th of November. So all in all, four weeks. Yeah.
1: Four weeks from diagnosis.
0: Five, five, I had four weeks from diagnosis, yeah. Yeah.
1: And it was... Just going back, I don't want to be want to go back over too many painful memories, but you told me at the time that she'd been perfectly healthy, happy with the kids and yeah. without warning yeah. that started
0: yeah. happening. So, yeah, said Susan said it at the time Susan was one of the healthiest person I ever, you never ever see, like she was never... Never, the only time she was in hospital was for the two children. She was never sick. She never took a. She never. She wouldn't even take a Panadol because she was. She just didn't. That's twist where she was. She was. She used to go to the gym. She did yoga. She was. She was perfectly healthy. There was, as I said, there was no signs. Um, what age was she, John Paul? she, was Thirty-five.
1: Very young. No life.
0: Thirty-five.
1: No age, boy. No age. That's an awful thing. And and how are the two? Youngster, I know you only... now one of them is very small. Remind me again.
0: Uh, Leo's, Leo's two and a half. He'd be 12 and a half. He'd be three in June. Nice. And uh, Lucy was one on the 2nd of March. Nice. Um, yeah, they're, they're good. They're, um, they've, they've settled in uh, pretty quick, actually, to Cork. Um, Leo, all right. He has a um, first problem now with the, the layers of clothes coming on him. So <laughs> there's a battle every morning getting him ready, you now for school. Right? Yes.
1: He's not. He's not used to the cold weather.
0: Yeah, no, no, no you how,
1: how? I mean, Lucy is problem if she is too small to understand what's sure. happened. But yeah. but how, how is he? He's um, yeah, he's 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 all right.
0: I think like he's definitely. Definitely, kind of um, was aware of the situation, and you know he's especially when he sees other children with their models like already oh, right. He kind of has been a bit of reaction to that, uh, mm-hmm. but he's um, it's good. Like since we've come back you now, as you said, he's got his grandparents and his aunts and uncles. He's kind of you know he's kind of um, he's got a lot more love, I suppose, than he would out in Australia. So he's kind of you not know, that keeps him kind of going. Like so, yeah, he's kind of. Yeah, he's improving. He's improving. I've seen a lot of improvement over the last couple of weeks with him, like right? so that's good. Like yeah.
1: good. You had been before this tragedy, John Paul. You had been very happy in Australia and while you said to me that Cork would always be home, Australia was where the future lay. Did did Susan passing away change everything? Did you did you want to get home for family and friends and network?
0: Um well as I said we left town in 2011, like, it's a big move in its own, right, and when we went to Port, you know, it's, it's not easy, you set up a whole life, so we set up a whole life out there, um, so we had our children, and, you know, everything, things was going well, and as I said, like, when we had the children, all right, you no, know, um, you know, Susan, sometimes, all right, you know, she'd, you know, she talk about missing the family, and, you know, it's, Big sacrifice you make, not, not having your family around and with the kids like. But we were happy there. Um, I tied with the decision like of staying and going, um, staying and coming back to Cork, you know. But I asked her before she died, what she'd like me to do. Like, and she was just clear. She just said, "Look, I want bring the children back to Cork." Like, yeah. so like even if it came down to us. Um, Whatever I felt myself like she had it was her wish for me to bring the children back, so uh, it, was, it wasn't even debate, so I just yeah. just made that decision to come back, like you know. Um, as I said, um, yeah, it was just that was it, really. We just had just it was an no and I just probably had to bring them back, and uh, so we are back here, I don't know, anyway. So that's just, yeah. You Just know. have to kind of get 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 used to it now all over again, you know. Kind of have to set, yeah. up, set up a whole you know again, you know. I know.
1: Did you did you did you did you get a chance to to talk in the last couple of weeks, or was she was she well enough to talk to
0: yeah. you? you no, know? yeah, we are. So a, lot, a lot of people would have asked me about that. I'd have a will and all that. We didn't. I didn't have a will because we, we didn't have time. We were told she'd say more, and we'd have you know, months or maybe a few years, um, she just got sick so quick. Yeah. Um and we didn't you know, she, Susan was kind of she was so positive, she thought she was going to um Well, she didn't i don't know what to, she she was knew she was going to fight it and she thought like, you know, she we were gonna fight it for a long time and see how we we got on with it. But uh she just got so quick she got sick so quick yeah. we didn't have a chance to talk about anything, do anything I got out of her was she wanted me to bring the children home. Um and uh, that was it really. Yeah. I she, we didn't have I I got I didn't ask her both, you know, what she wanted me with the future and we didn't have time. I was yeah. too busy looking after so like before like she got so sick, I said I was just full on with her. Yeah. Um but we really yeah, we really didn't get I got no time at all, really, but to be honest, PJ, you know? I, know.
1: I know, and that's heartbreaking. Was she laid to rest out there, or, or what happened?
0: Yeah, we had, um, yeah, we had um, a funeral in Port, yeah, um, a bit of a private, a, bit of a private ceremony, yeah, just with um, friends, um, and a couple of work colleagues, and um, we got our crema- cremated then in, in Port, and, and, uh, I brought the ashes home then. Ah, oh, good man. Good man. Um, yeah, I spread, uh, spread some outside because, as I said, we were out there for well, 10 to 15 years together. We lived in Australia, so uh, it was a big part of our life, so I, I left some ashes in, in Port in, and yeah. in the ocean, and I brought the rest back then. Good man.
1: Now, talk to me about the foundation that you set up, the Susan Ricken Foundation, and you started, started a petition.
0: Yeah, uh, well, it was just, you know, like she was, she was 35. As as I said, she was never sick. Um, as I said, I didn't even know, really know what bowel cancer was mm. before it happened, to Susan. And I was just, you know, i was like, I just, I was just thinking in my head, I was like, how how, how does she die? Why does she die? What happened? And I just, when the girl said something to me one important. I just had just an idea, I just said, I, you know, I want to set up a foundation, just keep her, because as I said, she was she was a a woman, I just wanted to keep her memory alive, so I just set something up and uh, emailed a couple of people, and then within a week, there was just people messaging me from all over the world, um, I did several interviews, all in newspapers and radios in Australia, and yourself there, and a couple of people in Ireland, and yeah, just the messages then just kept pouring in from all over the place, and just people sharing their stories um, with bowel cancer and people like kind of going through similar kind of stuff to me, mm. um, and just kind of exploded. Kind of then from that, I had over 200,000 views within the first week and a half, and I was like, what is going on here? So I kind of just kind of kicked off from there, and um we um, so like in australia like the age for old screening is for over 50s 50, 50 to 74
1: yeah.
0: in ireland it's 60 to 69 so really it's it's an, they call it it's an old person disease but like susan was only 35 yeah and people have been reaching out from you know uh, across the world telling me the story from their mothers, to their brothers, to their fathers, to their sisters, to their nephews, in their like, 20s, 30s, 40s, so yeah. it's killing people, and it's people all over the world in their, their 30s, and they're younger, younger again, yeah. are being affected, with, but there's just the awareness about it, so the, the foundation paid really, I set up, was just it's an awareness, and it's a bit of a platform as well, because, you know, cancer is not a nice thing to talk about, people don't want it, to, and you know, people don't want to talk about cancer, people don't want to talk about, you know, the possibility of getting it or having it, it's not a nice thing to talk about, it's the reality of it. So the page is set up, you know, some people might get comfort, um, mm. you know, behind the screen or, you know, putting their story up, yeah. so it's a bit of a platform for people to go on and have a look and they can share their stories, and as I said... A lot of people are getting back to me and talking to me, and you know they're sharing their, their own stories. And you know, people mm-hmm. are kind of thanking me like for putting it out there. So uh, you know, people are getting a bit more braver to be talking about it. And um, so I set up the petition in, in Australia. That's the Lord the bowl screen from fifty um, down to thirty. Now the more they're doing a campaign bowl Can- bowl cancer Australia to get it down to forty five. But as I said, it's you know, it's killing people in their 30s. Like in Australia, bowel cancer is the biggest um killer at the moment from Australians, any 25 to 44 years of age. Right. But again, people, people don't know this, like so. The petition was set up, yeah. My two friends, two girls in port, um, they set up uh, the petition, and fairness, how they got go on, and that's to. The House of Representatives and Parliament in Australia, um, oh, I need fifty thousand signatures by the twenty seventh of April for it even to be heard, you know, or even mm-hmm. to be put forward, um, which is a tough task. We set up last Wednesday, I've got about two I think have got about two thousand three hundred signatures so yeah. far, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's pretty amazing. Um
1: can can anybody sign it from anywhere?
0: No, that's the thing. You have to be an Australian resident or um, Australian citizen. It makes sense, like I suppose you know. If if it was anywhere in the world, I'd have it fifty thousand not a bottle. So it's a bit hard, kind of trying to, you know, contact people since I'm back in Cork. Like, Mm. but um, you know, I've I've still got three weeks, so you know, I'll give it a good bash. Like, see what happens. Um, The main thing it's still it's up and running. It's We'll give it a shot, Daniel. Anyway. As I said, I'm dialog with a couple of MPs and stuff over, so it's Good. people are more But look, even if I don't get it, it's all about awareness, anyway. And as I said, people are getting back to me and talking to me, and you yeah. know, people are getting tested, and you know, kind of people are taking notice.
1: You know what? Bit, yeah. Somebody might somebody might listen here, and and and
0: and. Start well, this is it, like, having...
1: younger here, you
0: know. Yeah, but look, like I reckon. I reckon with Ireland, like it's there's a, there is awareness in Australia for it. Well, like when I look into the resources of in Ireland, there's absolutely no awareness or there's no um, no kind of like whatever. Doesn't happen. people don't like you have breast cancer, prostate cancer, lung cancer, bowel cancer is kind of bottom of the barrel. Like people don't really know how much about it. Um, as I said, but it's what with all my research now and talking to people, um unfortunately it's, it's called young answer, bowel cancer, but unfortunately it's on the rise. Yes. Really since about twenty fifteen, I again I don't know I don't know hundred percent um, the reasons for it, but it's really on the rise. As I said, as, as I said, in a lot of cases and hearing a lot of stories about people. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, it's all if if people listen and you know, my dear people, if they have any symptoms or feel. You know, I feel any I to worry in the mind that they could have uh, anything. To, you know, try and get it checked out or whatever. You know.
1: Well, as you know, uh, our radio radiothon, which is entirely focused on cancer, John Paul, that's coming up. In fact, it's coming up forty nine days away. So we might we might talk about it again around that time and try and get people to be aware of it and research and all that kind of thing. Just before I let you go who's looking after you're looking after the kids you're looking after the foundation you're looking after yeah. susan's man who's minding john paul
0: <laughs> Actually, you see I they've um the parents have been fantastic you No, know, as well they've got uh've got three brothers and a sister they' uh they' have been very good right. and uh susan's family as well you know what I mean they are looked at you know what they are um they mightn't think, they mightn't think, and you know, lot they mightn't say it, but they are looking after me. Um, and it's good, just to be around with a couple of buddies as well. And good. You know, it's good. As I said, it's, it's, as I said, it's hard have back here, but, um, you know, I've been around family, and my buddies kind of... Uh, Makes yeah, it a bit easier to do what I'm doing, you
1: know. Well you're doing you're doing you're doing her proud, fella. You're doing her proud and, and um you, yeah. good good to speak with you. Look after yourself, yeah. look after the beautiful kids. And maybe we'll meet in person sometime soon. John Paul Ricken Corks ninety six FM or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time.